Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Good morning. Hey, morning. Good morning. Welcome morning, to One Decent Pastor and Jeff. <laughs> what do I fit in? Two, two decent pastors. <laughs> one decent pastor and one professor. Right. Yeah, there we go. Woo! <laughs> Dr. Jeff. Yeah, you're yes. official, right? Real doctor, please. Real yeah. professors don't wear Harley Davidson apparel. They don't? No. Yeah, <laughs> they're depends that, where you dude. teach, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty Yeah, it's funny. been a while. It's good to have Jeff on. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's everybody doing? Well, we're doing okay, Chad. You, you got you, some snow again. Yeah, David got a new snowblower, and he was, he did. It was bragging about it earlier. It took its maiden voyage. It just made it so much better with like and? six inches of wet snow. It, did you throw it all the way to the neighbors? It it went an acre. Yeah, <laughs> I told these guys it shot like a geyser, dude. Like Is it one people. of those where you ride it? <laughs> I wish. It's got a seat on it. <laughs> no, that would be better. But it does have like hand warming, like oh grips nice, and stuff. like with wow. uh, hand warming oh, yeah. grips. Yeah. That's a game changer. She, that is she, a game changer. My she woman, didn't know that was a thing. My woman paid up for this thing. She like <laughs> reviewed and reviewed and reviewed, and was she was that, like, "This is the this is the one." Wow, it's legit. Was, was that a birthday present or like your mid? Uh, no, mid, it's a midwinter present. It's a mid, midlife crisis. It's a, <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna say. It was a we won't move to the desert if you get this. <laughs> that that was the kind of present it was. Like either you're we're like, moving, all right, or you're like shelling out some dough. And that was uh, cheaper than moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cheaper than moving. Are, are midwinter presents a thing? I don't know. Maybe it was a Valentine's Day gift. Mm, <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, you guys do anything special for Valentine's Day? I hand shoveled my driveway. Yeah, it was really hard. It's pretty rough. If you only had a snowblower, didn't have hand warmer from a friend. <laughs> we you didn't have a hand warming shovel. No, no, didn't even wear gloves. Couldn't afford them. <laughs> Must be nice, David. <laughs> Couldn't afford the gloves. I did. Just so you know, That's I didn't brutal. turn it on this morning. Okay, you did. I did not use it. No. Wow. So I would feel a little bit weird doing something like that. That's just weird. <laughs> So, but we went to like that Drake restaurant last night. Me oh. and Carrie. You went where? Downtown. Drake. Bend. Oh, the Drake. You you braved the weather. Went, yeah. Well, you went over the butte. She made the uh, yeah. She made like yeah. you know um, like last week. She made reservations. We were too late for everywhere else. So it was like, well, I guess we'll try this place. You know. And. Their fried chicken's legit, and nobody serves fried chicken, right? So that yeah. was like plus number one. Yeah. And it was good. It Where's was the Drake like the, at? It was, it's right. It's been a million things over the last 15 years. Mm, down on the corner across from where the Starbucks used to yeah. be and the guy sitting well, on the bench. Uh, oh, Bond okay. and Franklin. Yeah, yeah, Bond and Franklin. That's it. Right next to Pizza Mondo. Like, dude. <laughs> Is there what they <laughs> had that shooting? Like, like, I told her, like, let's forget forget Drake. Let's go, let's <laughs> go two doors down. Isn't that where they had the shooting a couple years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a little farther down. <laughs> okay. yeah. oh, not, not far from it. Anyway. <laughs> it was good. The fried chicken was legit. Yeah, I, I didn't want to brave the butte in the weather. Right? I didn't either. We just went to El Caporal. There was like three people there. Oh, that's really? It. Yeah, we were thinking it was going to be busy. and yeah, it wasn't. Like three people there. Huh. That's what we thought. So we stayed home and watched yeah. a movie. <laughs> no, you, there was plenty of room at El Caporal. <laughs> wow. Could have went there. What did you watch? Why would you ask that? Because it, it's Valentine's are you to, Day. Are you trying to get me canceled? <laughs> was it like a Hallmark mm-hmm. Lubby Debbie Why movie? Or what? No, it was a, a movie called The Holdovers. The Holdovers. Which you probably would never watch. It's uh, Paul Giamatti. 
He's a professor. I like him. At a, yeah, at a, I like at Paul a school, and, and in the wintertime, everybody goes to see yeah. their families, and then there's always these students that have to stay, and they're the holdovers. And so it was one of those kind of like, you know, he needed some growth, and this other student that he gets stuck with needed some growth. Why were you embarrassed? Tell me that. Because it know. wasn't like some romantic I you were going to say like Leonardo, Leonardo no. DiCaprio's, you know. No, the reason I didn't. <laughs> no, it's, it's, whenever you, it's not like you watched <laughs> The Notebook or something. Whenever right? you watch it, no. The reason I didn't want to say uh-huh. is because whenever you say you watched a movie, somebody inevitably... Oh judges you and says a christian watched that so brent you so endorsed <laughs> no, that movie i did you were you went to it you were there oh no we went brent, you it. knew you were going down yeah. that road we went you? we stayed we home asked you the question that was a loaded question <laughs> yeah we're all going to cancel yeah. you now that's what happens you just yeah. we already you need to step down as a i already apparently. canceled you i'm taking you off my facebook friend list <laughs> that's serious when you get unfriended is, this is the culture we live in right now yeah. which is probably a good segue totally. what we're talking this is about. a perfect segue into what yeah. we're talking oh my gosh, about gosh are we going to talk about that part of it where yeah well it cancels everybody because they're instead of he gets us it should be i got you <laughs> I oh you. there you go <laughs> i got you that works clever <laughs> thank you jeff so, somebody probably is working on that campaign I'm sure they are. I'll work on it right now. (laughs) There's the He Gets Us campaign. There's the He Saves Us campaign. There's the Satan Gets You campaign. Mm -hmm. And now the I Got You campaign. So there's all kinds of stuff. I could go a lot of different ways on that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so so probably everybody watched the big game. And maybe I should ask you guys, like, did did your team pull it off? I did not. No. You didn't watch the game? Did your team pull it off, Jeff? Nope. No. Feel proud of you know, I was I, I I don't like to root for the 49ers, but because they've got a couple players I really like, I, it was one of those games where I really didn't care who won. Yeah, me too. I was just enjoying it, and it was a great game. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I was the same. I had a couple players I liked. So yeah, would yeah. that be Brock Purdy I think and they uh, win again? Come on, back to back. I like barbecue, so I rooted for Kansas City. I really didn't care. So, but but barbecue <laughs> kind of tipped Kansas City in my scale. So yeah, my team pulled it off. That's good. <laughs> People usually just watch the Super Bowl for the commercials anyway, so. And they were, they were mostly kind of duds, I thought. They were. I didn't, I didn't think, think there was really one. anything great. My favorite one was the Christopher Walken one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> with all yeah. the different you people. You liked that, something yeah. with Christopher Walken yeah. in it? It was all the different people like trying to talk like him. And it's, like, it it's like Brent's favorite now. <laughs> There's <laughs> something. That guy Walken. is such a weird person and, he and is. with a great voice. Yeah. I, I, I found myself enjoying that. Did you know before he was an actor, he was a lion tamer? Not surprised. Really? I, I read, yeah, I've read that more than once. So, so I think That's it's probably true. That's where he got the true. voice, probably. Yeah. He's a good dancer, too, which is also, there was a video from <laughs> yeah. Fat Boy Slam or something like that. You can go with this or you can go with that. And it shows him dancing through a hotel. Yeah. It's it's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, this is such a weird dude, man. He yeah. was the original guy yeah. doing the dirty dancing video. Yeah. Is he as good <laughs> as Jeff Bridges? Dancing. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't. I've never seen it either. Is that like Pierce Brosnan singing? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes. There, there's a video out. Do yourself a favor. There's a video out there on the <laughs> internet of uh, Dirty Dancing to the Muppets. No, oh, no. Theme song. It's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So so at the game there was uh, a couple commercials from the, uh, the He Gets Us people, <clears throat> and uh, we talked last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. We talked last year about he gets us, and so I don't want to today like go down the rabbit hole and you know where their money comes from and who they are and those those kinds of things. But because um, that was the first, was that kind of the first time it, that came out? Like he gets us. No, campaign? they did it last year the Super Bowl. That's what I mean. Last year. Yeah, okay. I, I think last year was the first time. Yeah, and we talked about yeah. it then too. Yeah, and and the you know people complain about like is that the best use of money? Spending all that money and is it effective? And that that's another conversation. It's only fourteen you know, million. Another day. <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> but there was a, of the two ads, like uh, there's one of them that got a lot of attention. So there was one about, uh, I think being a good neighbor, if I remember that one, right. And then there was one about foot washing and it seems like, um, uh, the internet is a buzz with the foot washing <laughs> ad. You um, mean the Christian yes. side of the internet? Well, yeah, the all of it. Okay. Well, probably all of it. No one else is probably it. talking about but it, right? I'm, I'm paying attention to the Christian side. It was on that. I heard of, of the internet talking about it on national TV. So yeah. it was like, what, what do they have it wasn't to say? Just about the Christian it? side, really? Was, yeah. What are they? Good just that it was getting backlash and why? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mostly heard from the non-Christian side the, talking about us, the waste of money. No, that, that aspect of the it. waste yeah. of money. Yeah, you, you know, you had this many millions of dollars to spend. You could actually feed the poor. Yeah, you could actually go wash their feet right now instead of. By this commercial, right, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Which is, you know, I get mm. it. Yeah. So, uh, so let me just ask you guys: What did you think there was anything good about the foot washing ad? I didn't see it till just now. You yeah. played it for yeah. like I saw like still shots of it because everyone's been talking about sure. it in the Christian community, but I didn't watch it because I still I just I'm, I'm kind of just sick of just all this junk. <laughs> You know what I mean, right? I'm just like, wow. Oh, somebody's man. got a great attitude this morning. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> you should watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, I thought there were some good things about it. What, what, um, did, what did you like about it? Um, I think you know, just the idea. I think that Jesus's name is on national television. I think that's a that's a good thing. Um, I think it it portrayed the love and compassion of Christ um, in different ways. Um, I think it also helps people to see that Jesus sees every struggle and sin of mankind, like he knows what those are. Um, I was thinking about Paul's, you know, his response when people were coming, like, hey, these people are preaching the gospel for profit. What, you know, what do you, what do you have to say about that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, the gospel is being preached, so... What it, for whatever reason, the, the gospel is going forward, you know. Is so, the gospel being preached in that? That's, that's where these people are debating. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, the people are. That's one of the critiques. You and I can see gospel in it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Right. But that's, most people are that's necessarily going to see question, the right? gospel in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it also helps people. I think one of the things it portrays, and I think this is maybe the, the intent of the, the guy producing it, was that all people are created in the image of God and were to treat them with sure. love and respect and kindness. And so. Yeah, everybody matters, right? Right. I think that's the part yeah. that I that I like about it is it challenges Christians to to get out of that place where we, you know, these are acceptable people, these are not acceptable people. We have the, we kind of divide things out that mm-hmm. way. And and this was trying to say it, it was removing those lines and saying no, we're we're all important to God and and we should, you know, be able to show love to each other. You know, the same idea of love your neighbor. Well, who's my neighbor? Well, it's all these people. Right. Uh, doesn't mean you have to like what they're doing or accept what they're doing, but but I think we, we struggle as Christians in that area. So The yeah. universal nature of gospel candidates, right? Correct. Yeah. Anybody, everybody. Yeah, and I think that if that was the heart of what they were trying to say, and this, this is the problem with it, obviously, is it's like, what are you trying to communicate? Right. If that's what they were trying to communicate, um, it's a good message. You know, yeah. Was it that? Fir- was that the first one or the second? I can't. remember. It was the first one. Yeah. So I didn't know if the two were designed to go together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the second one know. was more love thy neighbor. They were both trying to communicate that same idea of yeah. love, love your love for neighbor and and the, who was the love your neighbor one wasn't con- like there doesn't seem to be controversy around yeah. that one, at least not that I've seen. There wasn't as much. Uh, it just showed people, and I think it said who was my neighbor, and it just showed a bunch yeah. of different people. So same idea. Yeah. But without the, you know, the, the way that that the other video ended is you know Jesus did not teach hate. Jesus washed feet, and so again when you look at just the messages being given. 
it wasn't super clear what they were trying yeah. to communicate. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next, so let's segue to the next question. What uh, what wasn't great about it? And so maybe lack of clarity in the message. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of the critiques. That's you out can there. take you can take it a few ways. I would say yeah. so. It's kind of like um, we you know we've joked about my love for our, our slogan on our shirts here. Uh, we have a shirt that says "Sinners Only," mm-hmm. and uh, we have an idea of what that means and why we put it on a shirt. But you can take that a different way. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> can put t- that on a commercial. <laughs> you have it be the only exactly. words on the commercial, and and it could sound like. We're cool with sin. Like you're celebrating and, you know, sin. And we've right. seen a couple of people buy that shirt and wear it proudly as they, you know, <laughs> one of my favorite ones was a dude holding like two margaritas at a, at a Mexican's, you know. That was just, it, just the door. It was. That was just the door shirt. But it's like this idea of like, yeah, sinners only, man. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not what we're trying to communicate. And we make clear sure. to we people have. here. Yeah. But yeah, if you're yeah. walking through a grocery store and someone is reading the back of it. Um, it now, that is why we did it, though, too. Was, right. Was that it would... Um, create a conversation correct that it would be something that starts a conversation rather than saying everything it needs to so that there's never a conversation right right and, and in fairness reason, yeah. this is why the this campaign exists mm-hmm. they say is yeah. to create conversations here's the problem with this so maybe 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 it can within people's own circles but like them being the ones putting it out like no one's going to be able to like access them to have a conversation. Well, they have a website. Have a website. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, then you know what? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> no, they yeah. do have a big campaign. Well, where hey, they're, they're trying I'm, I'm to... going to stop bagging on them. <laughs> the, the problem... I don't know anything about this. Can you tell? <laughs> the, the problem I have with it, though, is that um, he gets us. What is that mess? How are most people going to receive that message? Like he he knows what you're doing. He knows you know whether you've been good or bad. You know all that kind of stuff. And he, whether you're and, sleeping or awake. and he's cool with it. You know he he gets you. He he gets you. you know, it's okay. He gets you. And it's like, well, wait a second. Just because he is willing to you know condescend to us and and love us and and die for us and things like that, there there's no gospel. It's not a complete picture of well, the gospel at all. Yeah. We 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 as Christians who understand the gospel, see like infinite beauty in the fact that he gets us, that yeah, he came to sure. us, that he became one of us, <laughs> that he that he suffered, in, or let, that, he, that he was challenged in all points, like Hebrews talks about, all levels like we are as human beings. That he gets us is, is a beautiful thing. It is. But for someone who doesn't know the rest of the story and the gospel and why he came to get us, it just, just leaves you. It just leaves well, you grabbing air. There's yeah, no. Sure. I think that's the thing is there's no. There's not a lot of context to it, right? Yeah, it's totally. like somebody just quoting John eleven thirty five where Jesus wept, but it's like, but you don't have the context of anything going on in the story, right? Sure. And you don't really fully maybe grasp that part of the reason Jesus was weeping is because they didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like they they didn't they didn't have the faith to know what he was doing, you know. So I think that's part of it is there's it's just lacking the context of the whole picture of it and sure. I, I think sometimes it it can only then present a human side of Christ right where then you forget like okay Jesus did interact with all kinds of different sinners but he also called them to repent and believe in the Correct. gospel that's what's missing go right. and sin no more the message know? they seem to be sending is he accepts us the right. way we are and, it, and he's okay with what we're doing right and, and and that's not a great message to throw out to, to everybody in the world well, yeah. even that it's still centered on us like he gets yeah. us still puts kind of the spy, the spotlight on ourselves. Sure, like, it's, it's human-centered. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a point of relatability, you know, from him to us, and all we really care about is us. And well, so, a, a lot like, of people ask the question, they flipped around and said, do we get him? No. It's, and, and that's the more important question yeah, right, <laughs> right, yeah. to try to figure out. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the other thing, too, is that it, 
if you think about if you flip that on the other side, the other side could take that, like the the secular side could say, well, this is see, this is how you're supposed to act. You're just supposed to love me and my sin, right? And 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 just wash my feet. Sure. I, I think the other thing too is that it. I mean, there's we only have one story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. So this brings us to he the didn't next wash problem. Everybody, yeah. The everybody's. whole thing was about washing feet, bro. Right. When's the last time you've done that? <laughs> um, I washed my own today. <laughs> I did it this morning, David. Yeah. <laughs> no, to someone else. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never in my life. This is this is problem yeah. number one with right. that commercial. Is we don't live in that culture. We, we don't, and, and it's so there's a bit of a disconnect there. Um, and, I mean, everyone knows what it says when they see it, right? From the right. like, e- even in this culture, people know what that implies. But it's like we don't, yeah. we don't do that. Well, and so, so for those that might not have seen <laughs> the ad, so, so there's all these you know, images that circle that go through the the ad, and I think the two that, that seem to have gotten the most attention, or that people seem to be the most offended by, uh, is the priest washing the feet of, of a gay black man. Um, there's nothing that says that the black man's gay. Like people are I think, making an his assumption outfit, there. His outfit, but, was, um, yeah, he, I mean, he, I, mean I, I would say it's safe that he had donned his gay. Appearance. Was he, right. was yeah, he cross-dressing or right. wearing I mean, a rainbow pe- shirt? No, people are making all, an it, assumption. It, it, right? it was. I think it was so. safe to say. And, and then the other one that seems to be uh, particularly offensive to, to Christian Twitter is uh, a lady washing a woman's feet in front of an abortion clinic um, with protesters in the background. And the critique that people have is that um, you know that that we're serving people in their sin, that Christians are serving people in their sin, uh, or that Jesus would advocate that we serve people in their sin without a, and kind of thereby affirming their sin, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's a big critique that I've seen online. So this sure. is where like good exposition. I don't know if you're going here. This is where exposition yeah, we'll go matters, there. like yeah. people knowing their Bible matters, because right. when you see the whole narrative of the foot washing narrative. We know that he's not just cleaning dirty feet. Right. There's a spiritual implica- uh, implication. And in that right. spiritual implication, Christ is the only one who's able to do what it is that he's doing, yep. right? And that comes through with what Peter says. Like, there's no way you're doing this. He's like, dude, you don't understand. Like, if I don't do this, you can't be clean. Yeah. What's he saying at that point? This goes far beyond washing dirt off Peter's feet. Yep. This is about him cleansing us of our sins, right? And so, like, anyway... Yeah, well, I think, go there, I think, I think yeah, there's no, two no, we'll sides there. to that, though. I think there's that side of it. I think there's also, and well, maybe it's not two sides, maybe it's two sides of the same coin, but I think he's also laying out for them this idea of humility and servant leadership, you know, where there, Christ didn't have to do that. He he was way beyond that, but he, he took the form of a servant, and he, and, he, and he made, yeah. you know, he showed them an example. Like He's obviously is, displaying that before right, them. But right, yeah. if you look at the actual expositional context, the point that's being made... right is that I'm going to have to clean you, right? Or else you can have no part of me. Like, that, right. he actually says that in that yeah. narrative. And so it's this thing that just goes far beyond just, oh, be a servant. That is part of it. But it's like it's something that only the person of Jesus can do in yep. washing us. So we can't just run around washing each other's feet going, look, look I'm being like Jesus. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, like he, only he could really do what was actually being pointed to that day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think what, it's the humanity and the deity of Christ shown yeah, there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there, there's more than one thing happening you know, yeah. in that narrative. But yeah, there's always the context, right? right? If you don't right. know the context of those things, I think that's part of what we're trying to say is that there's a whole greater context here that's being missed that I think is, you know, well, like somehow, you know, Jesus is just cool with our sin. It's like, well, right. actually, 
he's not just cool with our sin. He accept, I think he accepts us where in spite of our sin. Sure. But he's not. And um, he came to do something about it. He's not going to leave right? us there. Yeah. Right. We have I mean, to be washed by him alone, not somebody else. Yep. In order to be free from our sin. Yeah. From our bondage. Yeah. So, so I don't think. I mean, expositionally, I don't think we have a, a prescription. There no, we to, don't. Like, go wash people's feet. Like exactly. A, kind of a thing. Right? Exactly. It was a cultural thing that, that meant something in that day and, and a salvific. Time. Right, like hope. The the yeah. foot washing in and of itself doesn't mean anything in our culture here in our day in our time, but there's a bigger principle of what's going on there. And so Jesus, totally. in his humanity, you know, serving sinners, right? Right. But but also, um, you know, a spiritual reality that's happening of of a cleansing of sin that only Christ can do. There you go. Right. And so, kind of in a little bit of maybe fairness to the he gets us people, you know, they're not going to encapsulate all that in thirty seconds or a minute. No. Yeah. Right. One of the critiques is you know kind of a lack of a gospel message, and they've got you know a pretty limited limited amount of time and uh, and again I don't know what their motivations are or you know fully what message that they're they're trying to get out there but, but, but you still that's have why a responsibility. it takes us 50 minutes on a Sunday you, you still have a responsibility <laughs> to 50 yeah. 50 yeah I thought you said 15 I'm no, like no, who 50. okay sorry, <laughs> so sorry Brent. no I, I mean I'm just saying you still have to know that you're communicating something sure and and what you're communicating matters and it's not clear communication right. and that's what I don't like about it it's you know, uh, twenty people could take it twenty different ways, and right. that's not that's not a, a great thing. So, right. Right. I don't know. But I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I'm, I'm with you on that. Conversation, yeah. then that's probably what you're trying to do. The problem is, is that you're if you're giving people a format for that, and and if that's the goal is to stir up conversation or controversy. But mission accomplished. Well, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> you know, people are talking think, about I it. I think that's the that's the challenge. Is it's is it worth the public outcry that it's getting? Right. Uh, probably not. I don't think. Well, it's yeah. the church. I would the agree church with that. is the outcry. I, I don't think it's so much the public in general. I think it's mostly right. coming from Christians that are. And and, and we're just as, again. This goes back to what we talked about last week. It seems like the Christians that are on social media are just ready to. You know, get mad about everything, right. anything, and everything, and throw a fit, and and you know, pounce on things, and it yeah. just there's just this ugly culture that we're we're living in right now, where everybody's just being mean, right? <laughs> and and, and we we have, I think, this opportunity that that's been a missed opportunity by you know Christians online to to engage in meaningful conversation rather than just you know finger pointing and. Uh, outrage and anger yeah. at, at mm-hmm. something that, that doesn't meet a standard. Like, let's capitalize, you know, what, it's far from perfect, but let's capitalize on it and engage people, you know, over something that they're already talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of keyboard warriors, right? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I think that's that's part of it. As I was listening to somebody, what, um, Gary Bashirs was here last week, and he was just talking about spiritual warfare, and one of the things he was talking about was this idea that um, Facebook is for posting pictures of your grandkids, not for having a public debate about, you know, I mean, I just think there's all these things that go on where people just jump on all of these things. Yeah. And, and we're good at that as Christians, you know, and I think we, I don't think we're showing the love of Christ as we do that. Whereas if I disagree with David, I'm going to sit down and have a conversation face to face where we can see each other's um, perspectives would, and emotions. Would never happen. Right. <laughs> no, we would never disagree. Right. No, and the watch the watching world the watching world is just seeing just mm-hmm. this kind of hateful attitude right. that we yeah. have. We're biting to devouring each other, and and they're just watching it, and yeah. probably they're going, know, "Oh, sign me up! Yeah, <laughs> I want to be a part of the church." It's not just bad; it's unchristian. It's very unchristian. unchristian. It's it ugly, right? And there's a way to disagree with somebody um, charitably. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we talked about last week. You know, you might not have agreed with the situation with Alistair Begg and what he, and the advice he gave. It's okay to disagree with that. Yeah, you just don't have to bury the guy, you mm-hmm. know, or right. um, crucify him publicly. And that's yeah. what it looks like people are excited about. Doing. Yeah.
Yeah, why is that? It's, it's just fun. like a. It's just fun. It's a mob culture almost, isn't it? It is yeah. a mob yeah. culture. Well, I, I wouldn't even say it's something new. It's just that it's been going on. Social no, media just right. enhances it, right? right? I mean, even in, in the church. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I think we, we we can be some of the most critical mm-hmm. people that exist. For right. sure. And now there's now it feeds itself on social media, and there's money to be made. Yep. And this is the part that we don't realize sometimes is that the more clicks you get, the more controversial you can be, the more money you can make, and it's it's just ugly all the way around. Yeah. Why do you think Christians are are so offended by this particular commercial? Because I didn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know, man. I mean, I've I've read people go so far as calling that ad heretical. Mm-hmm. Mm. I saw that. Too. Which one? The second one that you're talking about? The, the foot, foot washing. washing yeah, the foot washing. What people calling it heretical? Uh, people saying that Jesus didn't wash the feet of sinners; he only washed the feet of his disciples, as if you know the disciples weren't sinners. Right. Right. Well, and Judas was, they were getting his feet washed. Right, right. He was in the and, mix. And Jesus knew who Judas was. So yeah. that's, an, that's, a, that's, a, that's a straight up enemy of Christ. Right. And an enemy of, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and he washed his feet. Yeah. 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 So why, why are we so quick to be offended by the, this idea that, that, you know, Jesus might show up in front of an abortion clinic and, you know, wash somebody's feet? I th- um, to me, I think the offense is what I already stated. That doesn't that doesn't communicate. I think what they think it's communicating is acceptance of sin, right? And not love for not not love for people. And if you're seeing acceptance for sin, then it's worth getting outraged about. Sure. But my my most obvious answer would be that it's that's that's just too radical of love. It's it's one of those loves that we can't conceive of because we don't practice it. Sure, we like it. we would never do it. Right, like we have lines. Yeah. You know what I mean, Chad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, like we know what the Bible says. <laughs> don't because, ask me to do that. Yeah, we're students right. of the Word, right? So we know our Bibles real well. But but even in there, we're reading things going right. like, I ain't, I ain't gonna love that way. Yeah, I ain't gonna go. I read a quote on Twitter, and it was not from anybody that I knew, just something that showed up in my feed. And this, and he said, "We all love the flipping tables, Jesus, but very totally few is. understand Jesus' friendship with enemies totally and tables." Is. Totally. Talk about that for a minute. <laughs> One makes us feel good about ourselves, and the other makes us humble. Right. Like, they don't, you know, they're well, just and what is he, he says spectrum. to love our enemies, Yeah, you know, to do good. That I mean, it's. It, I think there's a aspect to it where because it's it's difficult for us to do that, and maybe maybe we would never do that because for whatever reason, I think it's it's easier to call something out like that and be offended at it than it is to actually create some dialogue with somebody that's not a believer to right. say, "Hey, did you see that video on commercial on on Super Bowl? What what do you think about that?" You know, and began yeah. a conversation and dialogue about that. And uh, I just think, I mean, it can be a tool used used in that way, but I just think it's just easier to get outraged at it than it is to to actually live some of those things out that maybe were presented there. Right. Um, yeah, I don't. I actually, I think we talked about this when we talked about it a year ago. Like, I don't actually have a problem with the tactic. Like, it very much is like what we've done on a couple of our shirts. Right. It's meant to be a conversation starter. I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with a Christian trying to start a conversation about right. something, right? Without without shutting it down before the conversation ever gets started, mm-hmm. which is what you do when you just post scriptures on your shirt right. and wear it around, right? Everyone knows at that point. I think it's I think it's the fact that so much money. It's kind of the platform. It's kind of uh, the 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 vein in which it's done. Like you know, you're talking about a lot of money for this to be done, and I think that's the part where a non-believer, as well as a believer, can go like, "Well, gosh, if you're going to throw that much money at it, like at least let it be like 
the full meal deal. Sure. Like at least let it be the gospel heard by millions, you know what I mean, rather than a conversation. So I don't have a problem problem with the conversation star. I think the problem is the money. I think that's the hang up for people mm-hmm. is the amount of money going to this when you're right. There, there we still have a homeless problem. Like, like yep. and it does take money and we it, you know what I mean? Instead of it going into a Super Bowl ad. But what do I know? <laughs> what what do I know? I think in the in the question about why we're comfortable with the Jesus flipping tables but not yeah. um, eating with sinners comes down to our anthropology. Uh, we don't see ourselves as bad as we are. Mm. We, we yep. have no problem. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, we well, don't think of, we I don't think of Jesus sitting at a table with us being a problem. Right. We think about him sitting at a table with. Well, some some people do. Well, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean. I mean, yes. that's that's the problem. Yes. Is that you yes. know the fact that he sat me at his table mm-hmm. should blow my mind. Right. I should be appalled and shocked at that. That is unbelievable. Yeah. We don't think that way. Mm-hmm. That we see him sitting down with that guy or that girl. It's like, ew, gross, yeah. you know, that's so, not right. Yeah. yeah. So well, I think we, just have, like, we just have a bad view of uh, And, and know, with that love, you know, like I said earlier, like, I, like there's, there's, there's lines that are acceptable to cross. And, oh, this is, this is a good gospel effort. And it's like, that's a ridiculous gospel effort. Yeah. That's just too crazy. <laughs> that's too radical. It's, it's, it might even get Christian people looking at me sideways and canceling me. If they see me doing this, right, like yeah. we talked about last week with Alistair's scenario, right? Well, I even anyway. think about you know Rosaria Butterfield's story of you mm. know of, of a pastor inviting her to his home for dinner, uh, and and her as as a lesbian feminist activist, you know that's kind of a pair that you wouldn't necessarily put together, right. and and over time, you know, and through friendship, you know, she came to faith because mm-hmm. of, of enemies sitting at a table, yeah, um, you know, together, and what a powerful story. That is, and to your point, David, we we just don't think that way. And, and you said it too, Brent. Uh, we we just don't think that way. We think more of Jesus' outrage, you know, yeah. towards you know sin, uh, rather than you know Jesus' enemy love and how that should affect us as Christians in the way that we engage in the world. And, and I yeah. think in the more conservative circles, like our reform circles and stuff, which seem to be the most outspoken, critical ones, yeah. is that we do care more about not not being canceled by that circle Mm. of people i I think we i think we want to remain firmly fixed in what we think is the right camp so we don't want to do anything to rock the boat in that camp right even when it comes to like not doing something that god is completely leading us into doing and completely declared that we should be doing um we we don't want to be the next alistair not like most people will but so to speak (laughs) i do right (laughs) yeah we don't want people to look at us and go like what the heck are you doing with this guy what are you doing in this place yeah yeah. you know what i mean which is what they did with jesus right yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's one of those things where i just think it's it's sometimes difficult for people to kind of think about and fathom and i think even that that story with rosaria i mean it took years yeah yeah And, and i think i think she said hundreds of conversations yeah. around the table. Yeah. So you investment. Know? Right. And I think that's what somehow, you know, we, we bought into this instant gratification of salvation. It's almost like it's a, it's almost like a microwave salvation, right? We're just going to yeah. share the gospel and that's all we need to do. And then they're going to come to Christ. Well, they might. Yeah, one and done. Yeah. But then there's, what's, what's the, what does it mean to make disciples? Yeah. Right? We want yeah. a Pentecost salvation. Right. <laughs> rather than yeah. like this, this lifestyle, this long-term investment. Yeah. yeah. Yep. in somebody's life, loving them over and over again, even when they don't deserve yeah. it. And loving, loving yeah. them in the midst of their sin, in spite sure. of their sin, and trusting Christ to be the one 
that saves them and redeems them and washes them, you're right, and, yeah. and makes those changes in them. But that's the important part of that. What you said is that the you know the pastor with you know having her to his her house and having dinner and all that, she knew where he stood. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, she, absolutely. She knew yeah, that. No she question. knew that she he was extending love and and you know um, kindness to her. Totally. But he, she knew where he stood. Mm-hmm. That makes all the difference. Yeah. Because when w- that commercial, what it didn't portray is that understanding that there's yeah. there's this is offensive to God yeah. in many of these instances. Um, and yet, we will show you love. We will show you kindness. That's the so. Part this is the rest of yeah. the feet washing story. Yes. Is why we have a narrative of Jesus washing the feet yes. of the disciples. Yes. in the Bible. Yeah. What What was that for? What did it point to? What's the rest yeah. of the story? A need for us to be yeah. cleansed by Jesus, and and this is what He's offering sinners, which is go- the good news of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but to eliminate the idea that that there's some cleanup, <laughs> you know, that there's <laughs> right. there, there's some the sin that needs to be dealt with on aisle six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that, that's six, part seven. of it too, right? Yeah. Is it's yeah. like all, all the aisles all need the to be clean. Okay, okay. I clean. thought it was just six. Yeah. Right. No, it's all of them. And eight. I think that's the part of it too, though, is that he can only do that if he is the Son of God. Right, totally. savior totally. of the world. I think that's part right. Of you're opening into a whole other room. Well, and I yeah. think that's part yeah. of it too, right? Is it 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 in my mind it it only portrayed the the human side of Christ, right? And it's like okay, and I think that's the ch- that is the challenge. I think that in our culture right now, I think even the Christian culture is trying to to make Jesus so human that we right. identify with him. Yeah, but we were. Totally. I think we're leaving out the. The deity part sure. of Christ, yeah. where it, it, it's both, right? And I, I just think we have to be able. That's why Jesus said to the woman who was caught in the act of adultery, "Go and sin no more," because her sin was offensive to God, right? And yeah. yet He loved her in the midst of that. And I think that's that's where we see those different yeah. parts of Christ come out. So that would be maybe the Trinity of the statement: is He was nothing like us, who came to get us, so that we could get Him, right? Right? right. Yeah. Like the, like there were you could yeah. you could maybe you know, do something with it that's yeah. still simple that at least connects some dots. No, that he yeah. gets sure. this part is, is glorious because I think of the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. He knew everything about her. her yep. Her yep. whole situation, he, he got her. And he was yet, even thirsty. You know. He needed some water. Yeah, yeah. But, but, he, but again, he didn't ignore what, this, you know, the sin of it, even mm-hmm. though, yeah. and I, I love that, that he, he only, you know, he loves us, it's, you know, and he knows us and loves us. And that's the part that blows my mind. He knows right. everything about me, the deepest, darkest, you know, parts of my sinful heart. Right. And he still loves me. That's the, ama- the right. amazing part of him getting us yeah. is that he didn't have to and he was nothing like us. Right. <laughs> like he, he's so he's so all, he's altogether righteous. We're altogether not. And so once that's there, that's where the beauty becomes yes. that he gets. Right. Us, yeah. Is that he, he didn't have to. Um, that's what I and we that, actually deserve. There was another else. another commercial that came out that somebody put out. It's called "He Saved He Saves Us," I think, and it was yeah. showing like people that were, you know, in their sin, and then and he rescued them from that sin. And it's right. like, yes, this is like that's the part that the other one's kind of missing. And yeah. it doesn't yeah. mean that that doesn't you know make it a conversation starter or an important mm-hmm. message, maybe. But but I liked the other one a little better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was just as you guys are talking, I think of you know Keller talks about in one of his books that to, to be fully loved is our greatest desire. To be fully known is our greatest fear. Mm-hmm. And, and we think that if we're fully known, we can't be, we, you know, nobody would love us if we were fully known, right? Which, which is true in most human circumstances. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, it it is, is. But, but not true with Christ. Not true right. with who, God. Who does fully know us more than anybody yes. can know us right. and mm-hmm. fully loves us in a way that nobody can fully love totally. us. And so yeah. those things converge in the person and the work of Christ. Yeah. He, he sees more of the junk about us than we see about ourselves. Right. Right. And he came, he came to get us. Right. He came yeah, to he collect us. He still loves us. us. Yeah. 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 
Another quote I read uh, on Twitter is, uh, says this, these Christians complaining about that he gets us at are really going to freak out when they find out who Jesus died for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes back to the anthropology statement I made yeah. before. It's like we just, we seem to, you know, Pharisee up sometimes and start right. thinking pretty highly of ourselves. So once we've been Christians for a while, you know, well, we're righteous now. So, well, how did you get that righteousness? I and mean, where did that come from? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. It, it's just, I don't yeah. know. We, we can be so forgetful about this stuff. Yeah. And the fact that he saved us should blow our minds every day. Yeah. You know, such were some of you. Which we again, was, that. not to keep going back there, was the sentiment originally. Yeah. From right. that, with Alistair saying what he said. Doesn't right. mean it was yeah. right, but that was the, the sentiment is let's not forget who we were. Yeah, how we were saved and how it might have even been done. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that should absolutely inform the way that we engage in these kinds of things, and the way yeah. that the, the way that we handle offenses, the way that we yeah. you know, show love and, and charity towards people with whom we disagree. Right? Yeah. Well, when he said while we were dead in our sins, right? You know, it's like he came to us in our sin, yep, in spite of our sin, and saved us from that. And yep. I think that's. And then I think that's the challenge, right, is that in some of these situations, there's such a self-righteousness that comes out. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it, I think you alluded to it. it, it's a pharisaicalism that is there that, that is, it, it's, it's just a self-righteousness because we've forgotten where we've come from yeah. and what right. we've been through and what Christ has done to meet us in the midst of that. But he didn't leave us there. He didn't just no. accept our sin, yeah. you know, and I think that's the, that's the challenge, too. I think the other challenge I have with with some of these, too, is that... There's so many people that put these ads out, right, or these commercials or these shows or whatever, and then they feel the need to respond to everybody that has a critique. <laughs> and I, I don't get that. It's like if you believe that you were in the right, you were, you were trying to communicate a certain message, whatever it was, right or wrong, then just stand by that. But every time somebody has a negative thing to say about it, we find ourselves apologizing. And I think that's yeah. part of the challenge I have is I think there are times when we, you guys know this as pastors, we're going to say yeah. something that's true, that's right. And it's going to offend somebody because it's the gospel. Sure. It's like, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm going to leave is, it, it where is, it's When at you know that you've been misunderstood though, you want to try to clear it you up. You do. And, but is, there, and, is and it you necessary? Can't, in, a, in a 15 second soundbite or, you know, a 30 second commercial or whatever, did you... The chance of being misunderstood is pretty great. Right. Yes. And this is what I think what's going on with this. And, and it's something you have to just recognize. You do. When you live in little snippet worlds, you're going to hear a little section of a, of a, you know, even beg stuff that came out. I mean, you heard a little portion mm-hmm. of it. You didn't hear the whole conversation. You don't know, you know. Right. And so you just jump on that and make all your assumptions based on a snippet. It's a bad plan. Right. Well, learning to respond rather than react, I think, is, is doing a little bit of homework before you jump yeah. on Twitter and yeah, say, yeah. that's heretical. Yeah. It's like, okay, how about if you do a little bit of research on it and figure out what's the point behind it, you right. know? But we don't tend to do that because yeah. everything we read on the internet is true, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and regardless of, you know, you know where, where the he gets us people are coming from and regardless <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, of what their motives are and regardless of whether, you know, they put out something that was a flop and regardless of how much money they spent, um, you know, we, we can debate those things, but, but we as Christians have an opportunity to show a watching world something about Christ. Yes. Um, using this as as a as a you know starting point for conversation, and we would do well to um, you know to have charity and to have love, and, and the Christians actually look a little bit like Christ, e- even know, in how we interact around even these things. The childlike kind of charity, yeah, and love. Mm-hmm. So, like I, we, we do, we forget so quick. We graduate from the gospel so quick. The daily verse today was First uh, John came out of First John four. Not that we loved him 
but that he loved us yep. and became an, a propitiation for us. And I sat there, obviously I've heard this verse a million times, I sat there and I marveled at what it was saying, right? Not that we loved him, but that he loved us. Yep. And um, if, you, if you just let that soak into your bones and kind of trip out on that for a minute, <laughs> right? Um, like the possibilities of what we can now do as we live, as a follower of Christ, who yeah. we can, like, it's just that, that's what won us. Not that we loved him, but that yeah. he loved us. And it, ju- it just changes things if, if we, if we just sit on it and let like marinate in it, yeah. you know? So, so last question. Um, so we've talked about, you know, foot washing in Jesus day and what's going on in that narrative. Um, how does that translate to today? Like just the idea of foot washing and, and Jesus humbling himself and, and serving. Not tracking with you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I see no correlation. I'm going to go do something <laughs> radical right now yeah. when we leave. <laughs> I'm not saying take off your shoes and let's let's get a basin. I'm saying the, the idea of foot washing, like what is that? Like it meant something in the culture then that it doesn't mean today. So so what's the, what's the translation to now 2024 um, of Christians, you know, hypothetically washing the feet? Uh, of others well the, the first thing is that you've got someone performing something that has no business in the minds of others performing that thing sure. that's why peter rebukes him it's like no you're the lot like I, I should be washing yours you're yeah not, you're not washing mine like tells him and then, and then jesus like re- rebukes him so it's the idea of a people walking in something doing something um that no one else would expect them to do right or walk in all right yeah, you see Jesus actually um, putting his money where his mouth is. He's been telling them, the greatest among you will be servant of all. Yeah. And then he's kind of like, let me show you what this looks like. Yeah. And um, and that's our act to follow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and in his serving, like, I don't, you know, nobody would argue that he was affirming anybody in their sin, right? Right. Um, because Judas was in the mix, right? And, well, and, he, and he Peter was, and John. Yeah, I mean, they're all, all <laughs> sinners, right? But <laughs> but he wasn't affirming anybody in Jesus their sin. Jesus was endorsing mm-hmm. their sin right. by doing that. Right, right. Yeah. No. Well, I think right. sometimes it's, it's um, you know, we, we, I think we use different um, ideas in our culture to talk about that, like a cup of cool water or being the hands and feet of Jesus. Or I think sometimes our evangelism is, is in serving. I think there's times, like, I have a couple neighbors who are opposed to the gospel, but I have opportunities to serve them in different ways that, yeah. that the shows them Christ. What's that? What's the <laughs> saying that these guys love so much? St. Francis of Assisi. St. <laughs> Francis of Assisi. When necessary, use words. Yeah, yeah. preach yeah. the gospel right. and when necessary. <laughs> yes. I saw a meme the other day that had that quote, and then the response was, okay, now say that without using words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. you got to use words. But the well, statement I, and the way it's intended but I, but I is think, right. But there are ways that we can do that, you know, with but also them knowing, but this is who I am. Yeah. Right. And and they know who I am. They sure. know what I do. They know those things. But why you do? I'm still doing. serving them. And when the Spirit provides opportunity, I want to be able to share the gospel with them. Sure. I know? think I think it's important to make the distinction that 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 shows Christ in us. Um. So so they they, they should be able to see this and go whoa wait a second and connect mm-hmm. the dots. But yeah. But the gospel includes words. Yes. It is a message. Right. That's, we all know that, that. You know, yeah. I know, I know yeah. that. But that's the part that I think some people think that they're sharing the gospel or evangelizing when they're doing yeah. good things. No, I, I, I like doing that. I like what you said yeah. is, is knowing that they know where you're at and not yeah. being given those opportunities right. anymore because they know where you're at. Th- then maybe you can change up your strategy. Maybe you go from an air war to a ground war. 
right. where you're just like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reinforce this thing, right, in the way that I treat you, yeah, the way but that if I'm I a don't neighbor. get to the gospel. That's the problem. I think yep. is it's well, yeah. and, that's the problem. And if you just problem. jump to the gospel while you're a jerk to everybody right. around you, <laughs> doesn't mean God can't use it. He can speak right. through a donkey, you know. And yeah. we're often the donkey that He speaks <laughs> yeah. through. You know, I, I am that donkey. I There's get that. There's a whole other conversation about that. Yeah, but yeah. the way that we treat people and, and the way we conduct our lives, you know, hopefully they see our good works and glorify our Father mm-hmm. who is in heaven. That's the whole point of being salt and light. Is that there's a distinction that's being made based on how we love our neighbor, yeah, wash absolutely. feet, mm-hmm. those things. So, and I think yeah. that's part of what we can say too to those who are responding or, you know, just outcrying about this, this ad is, is that showing the love of Christ to people? I mean, is it showing the love of Christ to the world? But I think the other part of it is, it, is it showing the love of Christ to other Christians? I think it's like, they'll, they'll know we are Christians by our love for one another. Yep. And I think that's the part that's lacking in some of these things that are being thrown out there in the social media world. It's like, I don't know that that's showing yeah. the love of Christ to somebody. We're right. actually blowing up our testimony with right. this whole social media thing. I mean, the Good Samaritan yeah. comes to mind. You know, that the whole story of, the, you know, the religious people across the street to get away from it. Right. And we're good at that. You yeah. know, let's yeah, get, away, let, get away from those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want anything to do with them. And then you've got the guy that, you know, just dives right into the muck with them. And, and it costs some money, it costs some embarrassment, all these things. And this is what Christians are called to do. Yeah. And that Go means we're going to have to hands. deal with people that aren't like us and that maybe we don't even like or, you know, understand. But, right. but that's what, that's who we are to Jesus and he mm-hmm. did it for us. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I think of a, of a story I read years, quite a few years ago, um, published in the Huffington Post, which is a real liberal outlet and it involved uh, Dan Cathy, the CEO of Chick-fil-A. And back when he was under fire for his stance on traditional marriage, and mm-hmm. there was a, uh, a guy, I forget the name of the organization, but whatever organization was leading the charge against Chick-fil-A and Dan Cathy, he was a gay guy. And just through this you know, kind of charge, he uh, got, struck up a relationship with Dan Cathy, and they became friends. And it was this guy that wrote this article in this liberal news outlet, and it was a really long article. But at the end of the article, he said that uh, Dan Cathy invited him that year to be his guest in his suite at whatever bowl game Chick-fil-A sponsored. And he said, I had every intention that that he wasn't going to give me the time of day because he's there with all of his friends. And he says, he did not leave my side. Hmm. He introduced me to every single one of his friends. And he says, there's two things that I know are true about Dan Cathy. One, that, that he doesn't agree with the way that I live. But at the same time, I know that he has a genuine love for me and my partner, and he cares for us, and I'm proud to call him my friend. And I just thought that was so cool. Um, I mean, just you know, what a lesson that we can learn and how to you know, engage with you know, people that you know, are our perceived enemies yeah. um, you know, with the love of Christ. And I don't know, you know much about Dan Cathy, but just that story I just thought was really, mm-hmm. really cool. That was um, cool. And, yep. you know, Do you think all those fart love? noises are coming through your mic right now? Fart noises? Oh, my elbows, are they making noise? I hope not. Just a listener. That's a good way to end the podcast. Um, if hey, they, I if forget way to kill the moment. Hey, Chad, I if love if you, they bro. are, know that it was my elbows on the table and nothing else. Right. Why does it smell weird in here? <laughs> no, that is, that is a good story. It's a fantastic story. And I just ruined it. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, way to go. Yep. Well, you were, you were due. It's been you a can get it back yeah. Sunday. You made it forty-five minutes, David. Yeah, I had to do something offensive. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else after when that. When he finishes preaching on Sunday, just stand up right at the end and yeah, and cheer his hair story. You're gonna hide a fart machine. In the <laughs> just walk up to the pulpit and go like this. So basically, uh, be kind, serve humbly, and when necessary, wash feet. <laughs> <laughs> wash feet without using words. Yeah, no, you don't wash feet and and use words to to share the gospel. 
<laughs> yeah. When do you guys want to pray? What do you think, Jeffy? I'll pray. You're the man. I'll pray. Lord, thanks for this day. Thank you for um, thank you for your grace and your mercy, uh, love that you've shown us through Christ. Uh, Lord, would you just remind us daily of who we are because of you and what you've done on our behalf, dying for our sins in our place. Uh, thank you for the privilege that you've given us to be your sons, and we're grateful for uh, that reality that we have. And Lord, we are thankful for uh, just the opportunity you give us um, regularly to have conversations with people about Christ and who he is and what he's done, what it means to follow him. And Lord, help us to to live out your love um, to others, but uh, also help us, Lord, to uh, show them the gospel in Christ and and who he is. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would give us grace, that you would give us um, humility, uh, you would cause us to be loving and kind to others, and uh, yet, Lord, we would allow the gospel to do the work that it's designed to do, uh, to bring people to know you as their Lord and their Savior. Uh, so thank you for uh, Christians across the world that are doing that in different ways. Um, even this He Gets Us campaign, Lord, we pray that you would use that to bring the gospel to the world. Um, because we know you can use whatever means you desire. And so we are grateful for that reality. We're thankful that you use us uh, weekly uh, to be able to pr- proclaim the gospel uh, from the pulpits. And we're we're thankful for that privilege. And uh, thank you for these guys, God, and, and for this day. And we just commit the rest of it to you in your name. Amen. 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 All right. We'll see everybody next week. <laughs> for the next scandal. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.